Welcome back. Welcome back. We are on episode six. This is the Nil Nil podcast. Um, on Thursday. We're finally not going to talk about only the MLS. Uh, we're finally we're going to hey, add... We're, re- we're really moving on to something else other than the MLS? Yeah, you thought we were an MLS podcast, huh? <laughs> I would have thought so with everything we've been talking about. I know, but... This time we're going to start it off with some Premier League previews because it's been a while. Or actually, I mean, we watched the Premier League last week, but there wasn't anything exciting going on. However, we got some decent games lined up. Um, really, I have not looked at the schedule, so I have no idea who's facing who. I don't think I don't think we're going to go through every game. I think we're just going to go through some interesting ones. How about that? That sounds good. Okay, so starting off. Um, Match day 28 uh, is Leicester City versus Leeds United. Now, Leicester Leeds has Leeds. been on a losing streak yes, for the past yes. two. Okay. What is it? Two two games, 10 goals against? Leeds? Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, they're the kings of the losing. If there was a, if there was a form table, I'm pretty sure they're bottom. And last time I checked, Bielsa uh, left. I know. They're letting in goals like Cincinnati. but yeah uh, Marcelo Bielsa left and he was replaced with Jesse Marsh the American Uh, the guy that used to be in charge of Red Bull Leipzig until he got fired halfway through the season yeah let's just hope they don't make remember him let's hope they don't make any more Ted Lasso jokes (laughs) those are probably going to be coming in all the time I know and Lester um, Lester's been in pretty bad form as well yeah, they have, but I, I want to say that out of the two, the one that's probably been on worse form is... I mean, it's Leeds. Leeds. It's definitely Leeds. They're right above the relegation zone. Yeah, so, I mean, if we had to choose, I'd choose Leicester to win this one. I would do so as well, but, you know... Uh, never mind, I'm a Man United fan. I can't go for Leeds United, but since I'm American, I don't care about the history, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Does that make you a true Man United fan, though? I don't know. It's because Man United are rivals with Leeds. However, I mean, I didn't know that until Leeds almost entered the league. And I've been following Man United since, what, 2014-ish, about? Oh. Yeah. If you want, really want to go early, it's 2009. But I, I didn't know which teams were in the Premier League. I was back when Arsenal had the 0-2 symbol on their jersey. Yeah, point is, you're not really so invested in that history in that rivalry per se i think the man city one and the liverpool one are the ones that that i mainly focus on but i'd like to see Leeds win just because they have an american coach maybe they mix something up but i also don't want them to fire brendan Rodgers at leicester city i would actually be happy if Leeds won under marsh that would be Really good. Because yeah, it actually shows. Like, the only time some an Americans coached before then, well, I don't count. There's uh, Wagner, who coached Huddersfield. He's half American. I don't know if you want to count that, though. Mm. I mean, he's half American, but I feel like uh, you, Marsh kind of gets more of the attention yeah, for yeah, being I, the American. I forget the old LAFC coach, Bob Bradley, when he coached Swansea for a season. No, no, I remember that, but, but he's think, not there right now. I think they kept making fun of the the different words that he used. Hmm. Like saying offsides or like 
uh, fallback or something. I forgot what it was, but there's like slightly different words that Americans use that British people don't. So, yeah. Well, I mean, there's always going to be, it's different kind of English, so it makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, what do you think the the score is going to be? So you said that Leicester is probably going to win. Uh, yeah, most likely Leicester's going to win. I think it'll probably still be somewhat of a high-ish uh, goal count. So I'm going to say 3-0. Oh, is Jamie Vardy going to score? Is he even going to get off the bench? That's the question. <laughs> I don't know. Is he available to play still? I mean, last time I checked in, he was injured at some point, but he was supposed to come back in March, which is now. So I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go with a two-one. No, wait. This leads uh, three-two, <laughs> three-two win. Um, uh, get really that close? I think I'd believe more of a three-one. No, it's because they did. I mean, they're gonna let two goals in regardless. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go for three-two leads win with Dan James and Jack Harrison and Rafinha. Those were the three goals. Hmm. Uh, man, if they if they all do end up scoring, I'm gonna just clip this audio right bit right here, you know. <laughs> yes, we have a prophet who can see the future. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, what other games? Wolves Crystal Palace. You want to talk about that one? That one, I feel like that one's okay. It's like a, it's the biggest you know mid table clash of going nowhere. I got. I think Wolves <laughs> is in the race for top four, but like they're at the end of that. Then there's Norwich versus Brentford. That one, I don't have much to say on that. I'll be honest. Uh, Christian Eriksen uh, debuted last week. I, I got that. To I say. did see that. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm really happy for that. I really want to see him succeed. Mm-hmm. Me too. But I was hearing this lady. She's like, "Oh, Brentford's gonna do amazing since he's starting." And then this other guy was like, he was saying, uh, "Like, Eriksen didn't even carry at Tottenham. Why is he gonna carry Brentford?" <laughs> which i mean he's true. not wrong uh, i would say like no, he, no, he's, he's not the kind true. of guy to carry a team he's more like he'll help you with assists and that's about it no i mean it's still going to take the team to change everything but yeah. he's definitely a big plus for them yep oh newcastle versus brighton i think that'd be a good yeah. game to watch because uh, newcastle has finally started winning some games i think they're out of the relegation zone officially aren't they uh, yeah, they're in 14th place. They see, and Brighton, I mean, Brighton was overperforming just like last season, right? Uh, yeah, but they're coming off of a three-game losing streak. Yeah, but Brighton's Brighton. Yeah. All, the, all the British people love Grand Potter. I mean, oh. if you compare the last three games, Brighton's lost the last three, while Newcastle's tied one and won twice. Yeah, although they're not going to have Kieran Trippier because I believe he broke his foot in the last game. Oh, well, he broke two bones in his foot, so I'm pretty sure he's not going to play. But I yeah, mean, but considering their form, I think Newcastle's probably going to win. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, with that form, I I think Newcastle's probably got a pretty good chance, unless the Trippier thing really affects them pretty bad. Then Brighton's probably going to win like one zero. But if it's not one zero Brighton, it'll probably be like two. Zero Newcastle. Oh, you're about to say one, weren't you? I was gonna say one, but I feel like it'll still be zero. Uh, I'm gonna go for the two one. I was about to say. I thought you were about to do me the favor, say two one first, just so I could piggyback and be like, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I don't know who's going to score. I mean, anybody at Newcastle, I guess, whatever. Oh, yeah, Santiago I Munoz. <laughs> I think a pretty interesting match and one that might be a little tight is going to be Liverpool-West Ham. I know. I was about to say, like, Aston Villa-Southampton, that's I Burnley-Chelsea, that's also all right. Uh, Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool-West Ham, definitely one of the headliners, if anything. Yeah. Although, I, I, I don't... West Ham's form's been pretty bad lately, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because I think Actually, just, no. I thought they it just lost... Been... Oh, it hasn't they, been terrible. They lost They've to tied Southampton. Twice. They lost to Southampton in the FA Cup. That's what happened. That was the FA Cup, yeah. But like in league, they've drawn twice and won once. Yeah. In I the mean, last three games. I mean, at this point, Liverpool's got to win every single game from now on, don't they? They do. And if they want to get some pressure <laughs> off, they need Man City to lose some points. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Speaking of the Manchester's, well, I mean, everybody. I mean, there's going to be a Manchester derby. It's probably the biggest game of the weekend. But you know, we haven't done predictions for Liverpool yet, so let's not get too excited. Uh, okay, so uh, I don't think I think West Ham started off the season strong, and now they're struggling a little bit. So I'm just going to go ahead and say Liverpool's going to win, which is the obvious answer. Mm-hmm. The question is by how much. <laughs> I I mean I feel like. It's easy to say it's the obvious answer just because of how well they've been performing in all competitions. But the re- the reality is that when they've faced West Ham, I feel like they've struggled a bit. Um, so I think this is going to be kind of a tight game. It'll probably be like 3-2. I hope it is 3-2. It'd be exciting to watch. Yeah. And if anything, I think West Ham's probably going to find a way to score first. I'm going to go crazy and say it's uh, Mo Salah hat-trick. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> uh, did you see? There was like this hilarious video of um, this is after AFCON, right? Where uh, uh-huh. Senegal won, you know, with Mane. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this video that shows, I think they're in like the hallway or something, and Jurgen Klopp comes out of nowhere and starts hugging Mane. He's like, oh, congratulations, congratulations. And then Sal- Salah comes out of the locker room. And as soon as Klopp sees him, he just lets go and pretends like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> I had not seen so, that. I gotta, I gotta send you that video later. That's just pretty funny. Because you know, Salah's still salty about it. Yeah. All right then. So three, three, two win for Liverpool. That's what we're going with. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. I mean, three, two, you, you know Liverpool better than me, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as they don't kind of get inside their own head they'll be able to win it. Um, but I still think that West Ham's probably going to score first. And, I mean, if if, the, if, if there's going to be something in the score, they're definitely going to be getting on the board. It's not going to be a 3-0 a or anything nil. Yeah. Okay. So, like we were saying, uh, Watford Arsenal, that's uh, the Ben Foster Darby. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> ben I always go for Watford to win now at this point. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh let's move on to the Old Trafford. I mean Old Trafford. Whoops. I mean Manchester Derby. Okay, so <laughs> uh we got Man City versus Man United. With some plastic mm-hmm. fans. Man City <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know, man. This is every time Man United plays against Man City. Well, I mean, when Ollie was the coach, we, we won every single game, I think, except for one. That's because he was at the wheel. Mm-hmm. 
Ollie was at the wheel. That's the only reason you kept clutching. I know. But now we got Brogba. Yeah. Talk and about how has Brogba. that been going? Pretty good. Although Ronaldo front, I mean, he's going to score goals, obviously. But what I don't like is that Ronaldo complains so much when something doesn't go his way. And I think that brings everybody else's mood down. Yeah. I mean, he's going to keep mean, trying to score a goal until he scores it. And then once he scores it, he'll be fine. But uh, yeah. I feel like, you know, Bruno's form hasn't been as good since he since Ronaldo arrived in the team. You think so? Yeah. Uh, just like they don't work well together in Portugal. Like Bruno, I think, now almost never starts when Ronaldo's on the field or something like that. But I think Bruno's starting to get a little bit of his form back. Because I think yeah. two games ago, he did some some saucy plays mm-hmm. um, last week. I think, didn't we barely win last week? I already lost uh, track. No, last game you drew, the games before that were two wins. Yeah, you see, yeah. So this one could go either way. I mean, Man City's coming off of a win. A win, but they also lost to Spurs, which is frustrating. And they have all the pressure to keep winning, especially against a big team like Man United. I just only hope... I mean, under Ragnik, we were supposed to press. I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. I'm pretty sure we're going to park the bus in this game. (laughs) If we do take it to Man City, that's when it looks like Man City starts getting frustrated and they hate defending on the counterattack more than anything Mm -hmm. is what I see. Especially that's what happened during the Spurs game. They could not defend to save their life on every single counterattack. So, I mean, given that we got fast players now, I I think Marcus Rashford's been dropped to the bench. And he put in Anthony Alonga, who is like Marshall when he started. He actually scored goals. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's been scoring goals, especially against Atletico Madrid. Um, I don't know. If he can use his pace to keep some of the City players busy... And Ronaldo mm-hmm. always knows where to be. Uh, as right. long as Bruno and Pogba are clicking, we might be able to get a result out of this. But I don't think it's going to be like the pass where we won like 3-1, to 3-0. It'll probably be like a 1-0 or 2-1 win or something like that if we do win. So as a Man United fan, I'll just go for the Man United win, a 2-1. to one. <laughs> And as a Liverpool fan, I'm going for the Man United <laughs> I know. No, as a Liverpool fan, I'm supposed to go against either one. I'll be doing you a favor. But, <laughs> because I'm not really rooted in that history either, um, and I just pref- look at the title, I mean, I'm obviously going to root for Man City to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that this game is really going to come down to Man United either showing up or not showing up. Uh, because Man City is going to show up. They always have a game plan, no matter what players on the field. You know, Pep's got his plan going. It really just comes down to how prepared the opponent's going to be. And uh, because Man United's been so flip floppy on their performance, I have no idea how this is going to end. Uh, but I'm going to go with a Man United 2 0 clutch. All right. I appreciate it. <laughs> if we do, I'll, I'll buy you some food or something. No. Nice. Uh, I'll buy you some <laughs> snacks. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got 
Tottenham and Everton, the competition for the saddest team. Um, the competition for the saddest team. Yeah, I mean, Tottenham just lost to Middlesbrough. I mean, who does that? Not that Man United did it the week before, but I mean, still, who does that? That's You win against Man City and you lose against Middlesbrough. That's sad. I mean, Man City lost to Tottenham and Tottenham loses to worse teams, so who's really worse? Tottenham. <laughs> okay, fine. It's so bad. Conte um, is like, I don't think I can turn this around. <laughs> <laughs> but when they score a goal, you've seen them celebrate. Well, I mean, who's not going to celebrate a goal? But he's still like... Oh, that's right. His job's on the line. No wonder he's celebrating. No, I don't even think he cares that his job's on the line. He's just like, I never, I never coached the team these bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Everton is on the other sad spectrum. Uh, they're on 17th place. Yeah, but they got they got Frank Lampard now, though. They do. They got a decent but, manager. But in league, they still haven't won. No. But they got Donny Van de Beek. And you know what that means. <laughs> Wait, how long has it, Donny been in, in the team? I think it's like three match days. I don't okay. think there's been much of a difference. I'll be honest. Like Delhi Alley's yeah, in there too. I don't. I don't think much is. I think Frank's doing good enough just to keep him out of the relegation zone, and that's all they're gonna do. Well, I mean, the last two games were losses, so this that's what I'm one saying. has to be either a winner. Or that's what I'm saying against Tottenham. I want to watch this game because I mean it's a competition between the saddest teams. I gotta watch it. Here's. Here's the thing, like for Everton, the relegation zone is riding on this because they're only one point above Burnley. Burnley has 21 points while uh, Everton has 22. And um, if they lose this and Burnley wins their match, then, you know, they're going to be in the relegation zone. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, Burnley actually has 25 games while Everton has 24. So this one... They can actually lose and still be okay. Yeah, but I don't think you'd want to take that chance. <laughs> no, no, you don't want to. You definitely don't want to. But mm-hmm. I, if you want to think on the positive side, that should be something that can take some pressure off. I like guess. Eh, if I, if I lose, if I lose, so if he wants to try like some risky tactics or you know something that's a bit more attack minded you know to try and get a result but you just happen to lose at least you have that buffer where if you lose you're still 17th mm-hmm. okay I, honestly it's so hard for me to tell who's going to win this game because Tottenham is clearly the better team right now but they're so capable yeah. of losing any game and Everton is so garbage right now but they're capable of like a random win so they're it's literally opposite <laughs> In terms of their chances, so they're both equally likely to win and equally likely to lose. So it could go either way for me. I'm gonna go with Tottenham just because Son is there and Kane have been kind of connecting again. Yeah, they just became the number one scoring duo in the Premier League. As in, yeah. in terms of, I'm assuming it's in terms of scoring goals and one the other player assists. Right, this is what I assume because I think they have like 29 goals. Or something like that. Or no, no, wait. It must be in the 30s. Hold on. Let me check the Premier League. I saw it on Instagram. I posted it. Premier League. Premier League. Uh, 
Um, um, wow. Oh, there it is. Okay, they've scored 37 goals together. Um, Kane mm-hmm. and Son, 37 goals together. In second place is Lampard and Drogba with 36 goals. Unexpectedly for me, in third place, Silva versus Aguero. Or versus Aguero. Silva and Aguero. Uh, 29 goals. And Robert Perez and Henri uh, also tied for 29 goals. So. Wow. If you look back in time, I'm 100% sure you want to say, oh, Kane and Son, that's who scored the most. But, I mean, they got the numbers. Yeah, I mean, I think that they had a pretty good stint since Son's been at Tottenham. Um, I think that they show up in this game. Yeah. And I think that Everton are not going to show up in this game. Um, And I'll say it'll probably be like 4-1. Okay, I'm going to go with an Everton 1-0 win. Because I find the Tottenham losing story funnier. Um, also, <laughs> it's going to be Donny Vanderbeek. He's going to score his first goal. That's Donny me. Vanderbeek's just going to be warming up the bench. Uh, I just mostly want him to come back. <laughs> but, he also wants to come back, but back to Ajax. Who knows? Maybe I'll take his coach and leave him there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think it's going to be one of those weird games where Tottenham surprisingly overperforms and shows up and Everton are just gonna I don't know score an own goal or something at this point based on their form they both this is a must-win game for both of them especially at this point in the season you need Mm -hmm. to start getting some runs going (laughs) yeah so we'll see what happens all right uh moving on we're finally going to get around to actually let me look at the uh the matches going on uh Real Madrid is playing Real Sociedad. That may be, that may be another interesting one to watch. Um, they're playing... I was watching the last game. Honestly, I can't remember who they played against. Also, the Sevilla versus Real Betis game last week was pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Syria. You got Roma at Atlanta. Calir Lazio, Udinese, Sampdoria. That, that's okay. The Bundesliga, Bayern Munich versus Bayer Leverkusen. That could be a good one to watch as well. Oh, yeah. That should be good. But what what is I mean, how good is Leverkusen? That's what I'm saying. Like I have no idea what the standings are like. Uh like, let me let me check the standings. The table. So first place you got Bayern Munich. Uh I should have just skipped that. Everybody knows. Oh, what's new? I know. Second place Borussia Dortmund, eight points behind. Third is Bayer Leverkusen. So top okay. three clash. Not so, bad. They're uh, pretty decent this year. Yeah, Leipzig is in fourth place with forty points. I mean, you're saying decent, but they're easily like four, they're fourteen points behind. <laughs> by yeah, but but they could easily be mid table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. Who's in the relegation zone? Oh, Stuttgart's going back down. Looks like. <laughs> Sp- wait, yeah, what? Stutt- I'm looking at Stuttgart the- in fourth. I know. I was just like, I have no idea how to pronounce that name. It looks like Spug and Firth. <laughs> yeah, it's Firth. Armenia, Bielefeld with an American. Uh, George Bello. Yeah, he plays for Armenia, Bielefeld. Hey, we're, we're, we're seeing a bunch of Gladbacks all the way down there. I have not been keeping up with uh, the Bundesliga as much as I should. Yeah, I mean, since the last time that you ended up watching, or at least that I remember that you ended up watching them, uh, there's been a lot of roster changes and 
team changes for a lot of the players that used to be a certain teams that made them good. Um, so, it, yeah, it's it's weird. To I think Wolfsburg lights. was actually doing well last season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And now they're in 12th. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's very random, like the consistency. It's only like the top five or six teams that are there. Um, That's kind of why I like it. Like apart from Bayern being all the way up top all the time, everybody else is kind of a free-for-all who can be in the top six. Yeah, we should. Uh, I mean, even though nobody keeps up with the Bundesliga that much, I would love to go to one of their games, though. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Me too. Borussia Dortmund. I mean, you already know Borussia Dortmund is the team I want to go to. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, moving on. You got the Scottish Premiership. Um, where is he? Rangers versus Aberdeen, which we got uh, Christian Ramirez, ex-LFC striker, plays for Aberdeen. Is that where he's at? Yeah. After Houston well. Dynamo, he ended up there against Rangers, who's coached mm-hmm. by Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Interesting. There's a lot of random players in Rangers now. Like, a lot of famous players. That you recognize mm-hmm. Rangers. Let me see the. When I look at the. No, the website I'm using doesn't really. There's a rumor done deal. Jermaine Defoe, Rangers to Sunderland. Uh, well, mm-hmm. Oh, Aaron Ramsey's there. I remember that. Oh, yeah. We talked oh, about Oh, Ama Diallo. <laughs> there you go. That's what I remember. Diallo from Man United. He's on loan there. Hmm, He's one right. of our, our good youngsters. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I think we're we're done there. We can go back. We can we can cross the ocean. We're again. done with the international games. And let me wait. Let me be. Uh, I forgot the Uber Uber Eats League One. <laughs> I forgot Uber Eats League One. I mean PSG is at the top with sixty something points. And it's... So many farmers. They put together some food. Uber Eats. Uh, <laughs> You got PSG versus Noise. <laughs> nice. No, it's Nice. Um, I thought Nice. Oh, that's where Balotelli used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, PSG is probably going to win that game. Yeah, PSG is going to win the title this year. I mean, they're like 15 points ahead. Marseille is in second. Lille is in eighth. Bro, come on. You guys won the league last year. Wow. Yeah, it's really hard to repeat. Yeah, yeah. All right, then. Let's move to... You, you know what we want to see. We want to see MLS. Uh, uh, where are you? What? Where's my MLS matches? Nobody wants to see the MLS. <laughs> it's because I'm, I'm not using like ESPN or anything. Okay. Textures... Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you hear that? Hector Herrera is going to Houston Dynamo. No, I did not. So after his contract ends up with Atletico de Madrid, uh, at the end of the season in the summer, he's going to go to Houston Dynamo as a DP. Interesting. I mean... What do you think about that move? Well, here's the thing. I Personally, I haven't watched a lot of the games that he's had at Atleti. Uh, I do remember that when he first went into Atleti, he was kind of doing well, but then he kind of fell off and yeah. was on the bench a lot. I don't know if that's still the case, but 
looking at his performance in the Mexico national team, uh, I'd say he's hot garbage and he's not really going to be that great. Yeah. Uh, and if he does end up scoring or providing something, it'll be mostly luck or the other team screwing up. Nah, I think you're just you're being a little bit biased. Like, he's good when he plays for the clubs. For Mexico, not so much. But on the club level, he's pretty decent. Yeah, I remember that his first season wasn't so great. Especially since he was the captain of Porto. He went to Atletico de Madrid and uh, basically got benched, right? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I know his first season didn't go that great. This is his second season, I believe, right? Uh, wouldn't it be? I thought, it, I thought or his it was third, third season. Yeah. You know what? Never mind. I was going to say, like, maybe one more year in Atletico. Uh, but, I mean, considering it's, he's been three years there, uh, it's probably fine for him to move on. Yeah, I think so. I mean, so since 2019, yeah, you're right. So, that's nah, good for him to move on. It's it's time, especially since things weren't really going his way. And like you said, coming off of being a captain and then just being benched, I'm pretty sure that hit his morale and just kind of ended up screwing up his game. Um, I don't know if he'll automatically, you know, become some sort of leader at Houston, but um, we'll see what happens. I think that, I don't know, my my. Uh, mentality is the same thing as a Sasselos. If he's able to correct all of the errors that he had before, then he'll be good. But if he doesn't, obviously he's going to be in the same form that he is now. Yeah, somebody says that MLS is becoming the Mexican leagues. <laughs> Mexican league the soccer. <laughs> because of everybody who's going there. Yeah. I mean, there's quite a bit. Let's see. Um, there's a list. Fox Soccer put out a list. I believe, of all the Mexicans that are joining. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay, you got Ache Ache, Houston Dynamo, uh, Chicharitos, uh, LA Galaxy, Vela uh, is at LAFC, Salcedo's at Toronto. Then you got the Mexican-Americans at Galaxy, Julian Araujo and Efrain Alvarez. Alan Pulido at Sporting Kansas City, but he's injured for the whole season. Mm-hmm. And you got Jose Carlos Van Ranking, who everybody forgets about. You have trophies. I know, they didn't even include trophies, but maybe that's because he's on loan. <laughs> I mean, he's still there. He's not yeah. invisible. I know. There's probably some he, other ones. There. I mean, he's, he's definitely not invisible. He scored their only goal last weekend. Yeah, so, and and it's pretty funny, though, like, if you go, you know, because I follow all the Mexican Instagram pages and whatnot, talking about the mm-hmm. Liga Mekis and whatnot, and every time they mention MLS and one of those Liga Mekis pages, all the comments are Mexicans saying, like, that league's garbage. Why would you even want to watch that league? But yet all the Mexican soccer players love it, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're moving over. Yeah, so um, this is a good move for them. I think he he's pretty good at, like, controlling the midfield. I don't know if he's a game winner in terms of, like, I don't think he's got that much of an influence, but in terms mm-hmm. of immediately increasing, let's say, the floor of Houston Dynamo, they're, they're probably not going to finish. If anything, at this point, they've moved up to finishing around the playoff spots, like underneath, you know? Right. Like the ninth, the eighth, ninth, tenth place, they're somewhere around there mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it really also depends on the rest of the teams because he's just one player, and yeah, he can add to the team, but all some of the other teams are performing pretty well too, and it might kind of void his effect on the team too. Yeah. So uh, for me, I'm a little skeptical. I don't think that it's going to really make a big difference. No. Okay, so let's move on officially. Match day two. Um, New England Revolution versus Dallas. Prediction. I don't think we got much to say. I mean, Revolution tied 2-2 against Portland, and Dallas ended up tying 1-1 against Toronto. Toronto. But I feel like New England's probably going to win this one. Um, I think that that game ended up being that 2-2 because they were facing such a strong rival. Mm-hmm. I feel like in comparison, Dallas is a little weaker. Uh, so I feel like New England would, would actually end up taking this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. You said 2-0? Uh, I actually didn't say anything. Oh, well, I must have just said what I was thinking because I'll just go 2-0 then. Okay, uh, I'm going to go 3-1. 3-1? That's generous. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel it's going to be a 3-1. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Is it is it because you got any New England players in your fantasy squad? Mm. I do, but I that has nothing to do with how I'm thinking about these teams. Sure. <laughs> I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible. Okay. Let me just double check. So that's going to be live on ESPN Plus. Um, so you're definitely going to be able to watch that if you want to. Toronto versus New York. So New York uh, scored a ton of goals. Um, I forgot. I, for, I forgot how many. I forgot who they huh. played against, but they did score a bunch of goals. Uh, Toronto, yeah. I guess, is still picking up their form under Bob Bradley. They they haven't. I mean, they were garbage last season, so. Um, they're still trying to move up from that. I mm-hmm. personally, me, I would go for uh, the Red Bulls winning this one, like uh, a two-two-one win, something like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with your two-one, and I'm gonna agree with Red Bulls winning this, uh, just because of how underwhelming Toronto's performance was for me, especially from what I would expect out of Bob and Toronto, who they tend to be um so i don't think that they're going to show up to this one i think that that tie that they had for last weekend was kind of lucky mm-hmm. um and new york they're coming off of a win against san jose 3-1 mm-hmm. uh, but san jose was a lot easier in my opinion than toronto so that's why i kind of am also going with the 2-1 all right, moving on. We're going to Kansas City versus Houston. So Kansas City ended up getting destroyed by Atlanta over the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And Houston Dynamo tied against Salt Lake. All right, no, no. The, the most boring game. Uh, okay, that one's tricky. I think this is probably the game where Kansas City bounces back. So I'm gonna give the Can- mm-hmm. I'm gonna give Kansas City the win. I'm gonna go for another two nil. Two nil. I'm gonna go two one. I gotta remember. I gotta remember. Do our predict six. 
on the MLS app <laughs> before this is up. Uh, a 2-1? 2-1, Kansas. All right, that's going to be oh, that's the game that's going to be on Univision and Twitter. Okay. Uh, Montreal against Philadelphia Union. So Montreal looks like they're back to being old school Montreal, which is losing games. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to go, I mean, easy easy choices, Philadelphia. Just give it to Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia is the easy choice in this between the two of them, uh, especially with that 2-0 loss and that red card that they had. So that's going to affect this game. Mm. Uh, Philly ended up tying that last game for last week against Minnesota 1-1. So I'm going to say it's just going to be 1-0. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota's a better team than Montreal. They're more consistent. Yeah. It could. It, it'll most likely probably be more than one, but I feel comfortable with one zero on this one. All right, Columbus versus San Jose. I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm pretty sure Columbus is gonna. I mean, they won. Was it four one four zero last game? Four zero against Vancouver. Yeah. So if anything, this is against San Jose, an equal caliber team to Vancouver. So let's go for another four nil. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go four nil on that one as well. Darlington Nagby better give me some points. <laughs> yeah, I, I again, San Jose is my last place team for the Western Conference. I think it was my last place team too, wasn't it? I I forgot my predictions so. already. I don't remember, but I just remember <laughs> San Jose is last place for me. I, I could pull it up real, real real quick. Where is it? Oh no, I don't even remember where I put it. <laughs> Uh, oh, right, right, right. Uh, okay. San Jose was you. Oh, I had Real Salt Lake in last place. My bad. Uh, San Jose right. was still 13th, though, in mine. So. <laughs> okay. So, on moving to the on. Next one. Uh, Chicago versus Orlando. So, Chicago didn't really give anything to be excited about. Orlando... They did an exciting game. They got a red card. Um, that's always exciting. And Bato actually started scoring goals. So uh, I'm going to yeah, go with Orlando. Mention, you did mention that they were performing pretty similar to how they were performing last season. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Orlando. Chicago hasn't been good for a couple of years. And I don't think Shakiri is really going to change that. So I'm going to go with Orlando. 2-0 Two zero. Two zero. Orlando. I'm going to go 3-0. Bato scores even more generous yeah all right cincinnati versus dc united now dc um <laughs> was pretty good last weekend okay we just... already know who's winning we just needed to say by how many okay if the if austin who is garbage can score five then dc could probably do six <laughs> i'm gonna go a little crazier you're gonna go brazil aren't you i'm gonna go no i'm gonna <laughs> that's too generous to cincinnati i'm going seven zero Seven zero. Oh, no, no. Man. Okay, okay. It could be seven zero, but I don't think it's going to be seven zero. I think it, they'll go and do another five zero as well. No, dude. If they if they get a bunch of goals scored on again, these predictions are going to be way too easy. <laughs> yeah, well, at least for Cincinnati. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, I I want Cincinnati to be good so bad. <laughs> I want them to be good too, but. In their current form, this is pretty much as much as I can guess. They keep rebuilding, but it's just they're using the same garbage to make more garbage. (laughs) (laughs) But the bricks are right there. Grab the bricks. I know. Okay, so, yeah, DC United, uh, I go 6-0, you go 7-0. 
right? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm pulling it back to five zero. I think seven zero is a little okay. too crazy. No, I'm the crazy. Although, though, though, I'll be surprised if they actually go seven zero, and that would be amazing. Yeah. Okay, Colorado versus Atlanta United. Many people are saying that Colorado didn't show up to play against LAFC last weekend. Was that and more Colorado? Yeah, no. Is that more Colorado being bad or LAFC being good? Who knows? I w- I'll say that it was LAFC being good. And yes, Colorado but, being but, Colorado. I mean, Colorado also lost in the Conca Champions. So I think they were garbage before they started playing against LAFC. Um, given that, and that Atlanta's on a roll, especially beating a team like Sporting Kansas City, Colorado's probably worse than Sporting Kansas City. So I'm going <laughs> to go Atlanta. Let's go with a, a 3 0 win. I'm going to go 4 1 Atlanta. I was I was I was thinking of going four, but I was like, nah, nah. I gotta stop with these crazy goal predictions. I'm gonna uh, go four one Atlanta just because of how good they started, and yeah. one for Colorado because they might actually be able to pull one back. Um, but based on the performance that I saw, it looked like a blunt knife. Yeah, their attack. So uh, unless they can pull something else together. I mean, Atlanta is already doing pretty good. That game's going to be live on ESPN Plus, so you can definitely watch that game. Uh, Minnesota versus Nashville. Um, I don't know. I was about to call it Nashville United. They've never been called that. <laughs> Minnesota's playing at home, so this one's a bit tricky. But given that Nashville just beat Seattle, is Seattle garbage or is Nashville really good? Uh, Nashville was very impressive. I was going to say 2-0 Nashville, but I'm going to go 3-0 Nashville. I'm going to go 2-1 Nashville. I don't think I think they're going to barely win this one as well. Um but they're yeah. hard to score uh, against. They're really hard to score against. Uh, Minnesota it, faced Philadelphia last week and they scored only one. Okay. And the only way was, the only way it's going to be 2-1 is if Minnesota Minnesota <laughs> Minnesota Minnesota, Minnesota scores first. Yeah, if Minnesota scores first, they, it's going to be two to one. If they don't, two nil. That's what I'm going to go with. I think regardless if they score first, last, or I don't know, in between, it's still going to be Nashville three one. Yeah. All right, Salt Lake versus Seattle. Hundred percent. This is Seattle bounce back. This time. is Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll be angry from what happened last game because I'm pretty sure most people would have expected them to win that. Yeah, I mean, either way, uh, I mean, Seattle always starts off slow. Everybody knows that they pick up speed during the middle of the season. Yeah, and you got to recall that uh, Salt Lake ended up tying against Houston. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna go with uh, two zero standard two zero win for Seattle. I'm gonna go. 3-0. No. Yeah. All right. Then is Vancouver versus New York City FC. Uh, I think this is New York City's bounce back game. I mean, it's against Vancouver, who didn't look <laughs> like they played that great. And they had a red card against Columbus, and Columbus scored four goals on them. So, yeah. So, New York City, uh, I'm tired of saying 2-0, so I'll go with a 3-1 on this one. I'll go with 4-0. Man, you're really giving out the goals like you're Oprah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling generous this weekend. You get a goal and you get a goal. <laughs> Everybody gets a goal. Yeah. Okay, so Charlotte versus LA Galaxy. Uh, there's rumors going around that this is going to be, this is going to have the largest attendance in league history with 73,500 tickets being sold. Why is there going to be so many people at this 
game. I don't know. They lost 3-0 last week. If anything, it should be less. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Scored one goal. Okay, the Galaxy, uh, apparently they were impressive against New York City. Uh, they stopped New York City from even getting any chances to attack. And, uh, well, I mean, uh, Galaxy wouldn't have won if it wasn't for Chicharito scoring a last-minute winner. Charlotte didn't mm-hmm. look that impressive. I'm pretty sure the Galaxy is going to win this one, <laughs> even if it is at Charlotte. You know, you know what? Maybe that giant atmosphere changes things, though. It has the possibility of you know amping up the players. I'm I'm gonna flip flop and go for I'm gonna go for the underdog, even though it's easy against the Galaxy. So uh, I'm gonna go for a one nil win for Charlotte, and the place is gonna go crazy. I wonder if they got their. I wonder if they got their own thing. You know how Portland cuts off like a slice of wood. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin turns the stadium green. To see what they have. I wonder if Nashville still does that thing where when you score a goal, they'll etch it onto a vinyl record, the the radio call of that goal, and they give you the record at the end of the game. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. Well, it's because they're all about music. So I wonder <laughs> if Charlotte has a thing. Um. I don't know if they have a thing, but what they'll have at the end of that match will be a 2-1 loss. Oh, you think Galaxy's still going to win? Yeah, I think uh, Galaxy's still going to win. Um, that's going to be on and, Fox, national TV. And I think that's going to go just because they're so new. They weren't that impressive. They lost 3-0. And Galaxy has a bit more experience. Chicharito's probably going to be a bit more hyped up on that one uh, zero win with his last minute goal because you know strikers always end up stroking their egos when they score. Yeah. Uh, so I think he'll probably end up scoring in this one. I don't. I won't say he won't, he'll score both, but I think that uh, it'll be two for Galaxy and I think Charlotte will actually get one this time. Okay, uh, that's reasonable. I mean, that's what I was going to go with. That the Galaxy was going to win, but I'll just go for the underdog. I'll, I'll say the stadium presence. Makes a big impact mm-hmm. and gives them a one no one. And and the reason I'm only giving them the one is just because since Charlotte's new, you don't really know what they're going to be playing like. With New York, Galaxy had more or less an idea of what they were up against. Yeah, yeah. It's easier to play against uh, more games, basically. Right. Okay, let's move on to Sunday. So, first match Sunday on Sunday. I definitely, I definitely want to watch this game too. Austin versus Miami. Considering that Austin scored 5-0, I want to see if they can keep the form going. And since Miami have played a really boring game, I wonder if they can actually get some scoring going. So I hope it's an exciting game, and I hope that Austin doesn't go back to being the Austin last season. Uh, so, you know, if Matthew McConaughey's there, I think they'll win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll be all right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, I... I'm excited to see this just because I think I mentioned last time that I don't think it was a great test for Austin to see if they were that much better mm-hmm. based on who they were facing. Um, and Miami is a little better, but they're not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're a better test than what they faced last week. And I'm going to say that Austin's going to win it again. Yeah. Yeah. How much? I'm going to say 1-0. 1-0? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go for a 3-2. I think it's going to be one of those thriller matches. I sure hope it is. 
that'd, that'd be exciting. I, I really hope so. Yes, yeah, so I hope. Good. I hope Iguain has some sort of effect on this. Yeah. Uh, your boy Bryce Duke gets a goal. How about that? <laughs> oh, please, Bryce Duke. That boy plays his heart out. Yeah, so that's going to be on ESPN. All right, let's move on to our most anticipated match of the weekend, as always, is LAFC versus Portland. Um, I hate this match. Do you, do you consider this a rivalry at this point? Yes. I 100% do as well. There's never been an LAFC Portland game that didn't end with people pushing each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now, apart from. I was about to say, like, now that we got Crepeau, we can hug, like, five guys while the rest of the team's team. <laughs> I'll numbers he'll, else. he'll hold half of the team. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is always... I kind of always hated this matchup just because Portland kind of seems to always upset us somehow. That's because they play on the counterattack, and we, aren't that, we weren't that good at defending before on the counterattack. Yeah. It's going to be a tight game, I think. And this one, I'm going to be biased. I'm going to say LAFC 2-1. I'm going to go for a 2-0. I think, I think we, our defense is so good we get that clean sheet. I feel uh, if there is a goal, it'll just be one. And Ilya is going to be all over the place blocking say, everything. There's no way they're going to score with him. He's on the field. <laughs> Dude, I listened to... He did an interview... Um, on the Max and Vince podcast, so that's the official LAFC podcast with uh, mm-hmm. Max Beretos, that's a Cuban guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one. That's the guy that said, "Yeah." <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. yeah now so I know who you're talking about. It's his podcast, so um, he's gonna. He, they had they interviewed him. Uh, I think I want to say on Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. He watches uh-huh. the Ilya watches the games right after he plays them. That explains why he teleports. No, he literally is just like. They're like, "How do you celebrate?" He's like, "Well, I go and I, uh, I watch the game. Uh, eat anything I want because the body needs it." <laughs> <laughs> but and I think after a win, it's well deserved. Yeah, yeah. So he, he didn't know he was on the MLS team of the week until his brother called him. But yeah, he likes mm-hmm. watching the game, and then he'll. Watch the game again with the coach on the next day. Um, so so like he, he watches it twice. Yeah, so he cares about he cares a lot about uh, you know improving, seeing what he can do better. Because from the sound of how he talked about the first game, he was happy mm-hmm. with it, but he's still like, oh, we still got a lot of things that we we can improve. It's not just that. Like there's still yeah. a lot of work to do. He was happy, and I agree with him. Yeah, he was happy. He was in team of the week, but. Man, just like he looks so relaxed on the field, he's so relaxed in person. They're like, "Oh, were you surprised?" They're like, "I wasn't really surprised because that's not that's not something I'm looking. It's not something I'm looking for. It's like I'm not even paying attention to that. Like if I get it, cool, whatever." Right. <laughs> so he's like I really like that kind of attitude, and I hope that that kind of brushes off on all the other players so that they can improve their game too. Yeah. So the person that uh, basically is his substitute is uh, Bancho Ginel. And, yeah. He's- uh, not starting. <laughs> I know, I know, but he uh, he actually talked about Bancho Ginella in the interview, saying that when he was at Sporting Kansas City, that mm-hmm. Bancho Ginella was one of the players. Usually, when Sporting Kansas City played against other teams, they had one of the best midfields, right? And they usually dominated the game because of that. But he said that it was difficult against LAFC because of Bancho Ginella whenever he played. So really, it's not like 
he knows that he's better than Pancho. He, I think he has a lot of respect for him. And uh, right. I think he, he's trying to say that he learns just as much from Pancho as he'll be teaching him, basically. So hopefully mm-hmm. they can build off of each other and uh, both get better, if anything. That's that's amazing. That's fantastic. And I hope it really just helps the rest of the team out and everybody kind of starts getting that kind of mentality of looking over the the game again and seeing where they can all improve again because mm-hmm. he's right there were plenty of little things here and there that the team can work to improve yeah another plus side is we're going to be playing against portland at bank of california stadium so our fans are going to be there and Ilya sounded like he loves a night game as opposed to a day game he was like yeah. oh i'd love to see the fans at night um so uh <laughs> that's good because i'm kind of tired of that chainsaw and i don't know but it just rubs me the wrong way when i know that they score and you're gonna hear the chainsaw it's it's Uh, just it it rubs it in your face it's a thousand times better than the austin verde green lights thing going on oh no it's cool i i'll agree with that but i think as a fan who whose team will play against that you would hate to hear that. It, it just gets really on your nerves right away and kind of makes you hate it. Okay. So, you think we're going to win, right? Is that I what think you we're going to win. Yes, that's what I said. I said we're going to win 2-1. And I said 2-0 because of our defense. Okay, so that's pretty much all we're going to cover for this week. It's actually shorter than I thought it was going to be. We've only been going for about an hour. And we actually covered two, two predictions, like two different leagues. Actually, no, we covered like five leagues that's not bad uh, yeah okay. but we really didn't go in depth in the other ones yeah but uh, we'll go into more detail on the reviews because there's so much more information to pull off of that anyway so uh, yeah. on the next episode we'll recap all the games that we talked about and hopefully something exciting happens let's hope LFC gets another win uh, also Manchester United against Man City we're definitely going to be watching that game so uh, here's here's the thing yeah. if if the revs show up like they did last week, we're definitely going to have a bunch of things to talk about. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Okay, so join us on our next episode where we review everything. Um, and if there's anything important that's not relating to the games that we covered, we'll try to discuss that as well. So um, see you guys later on episode seven. See ya. All right. And...